Welcome to the Top 5 Dope Podcast. I am your host, Kevin. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Aaron and Shantae. Aaron and Shantae, how y'all doing today? Hey, Hello. how's it going, Kev? Pretty good. How have you guys week been? Oh, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it has been. I, I'm happy it's over, and I feel like I survived it, so that's positive. Yeah. Yeah, been busy moving myself, mm-hmm. so it's it's you know in oh, the wow. in the uh, hundreds here in. Uh, oh yeah, it's like it's been like one ten, one one almost one fifteen. It's over, been stupid. Over, it's been yeah. so hot, stupid hot. Yeah. So that was uh, that was. <laughs> you been moving during this week? I was a little sweaty today. Just <laughs> odds and ends, not nothing big. We're in the thirty day process right now, but you know once uh, once I get. I, I need you to get the little stuff done, and then we'll work on the big stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, today, uh, we were talking about music recently. Right. And we decided that we were going to talk about the biggest frontmen of bands, right? And so... Band frontmen. This is the, the key part of this. <laughs> bands. Okay. You know what? Are you saying that you guys uh, changed we'll the rules on that? Uh, we'll we'll see what because, uh, okay. You know, you know, things oh, I can know things are foot. I know things are foot. I can change on the fly. On the top five go podcast. Yeah, top five go podcast always fluid. But we are here with a very special special guest, our very good friend Veronica. Hi guys, how are you? Good, good, good. So Veronica is one is one of the foremost music people that we know. Yes. She goes to a lot of she shows. Goes. I spend all my disposable income on ice cream. She spends it on concert tickets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meets and greets and, yeah. and meets and greets and meets and, <laughs> and greets and yeah. and saying what's like, up. Yeah, she like knows them. They're like friends, <laughs> like friends of hers. Bands, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I got the hookup. I was gonna say, and she, and she knows, you know, the obscure bands too. You could be like, yeah. hey, you know this one? And she's like, yeah, yeah I want to go see them yeah. too. Like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So when you she's like, not really, I've only seen them ten times, yeah. so I don't know them that. So I, I, appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that about Veronica. Know some of those. Like, I remember see. that one time we leave. Uh, what we, was it? We were supposed to go to Star, star Set. We were supposed to go to Star Set. Star and, set. Uh, yeah, then COVID. Ah, but I'm sure you've been to Veronica and you're like, hey, do you see Mad Dragon? She's like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, since they are a local band, I like, gotta support the local band. But she's like, you know, one of those like real obscure ones. Yeah, she's like, like, those are, let's do it. Just put random words together. Oh, I've seen them. <laughs> Starship Bannister. And they're like, oh, I love yeah. Starship Bannister. And she's like, ready to go. That new drummer is trash. So. Yeah. Does <laughs> like know his name? Yeah. Like, yeah. Give you like his stats, like his rookie card stats. Yeah. Yeah. Great. yeah. So I was the only person who could come for this episode. Yeah, it had to be Veronica. <laughs> so I'm ready to go get into this because I think this, I want to really know what her list is looking like. Me too. So, oh, it's I'm, a mixture. I'm a little nervous. My yeah. list is it's not going to hold up, but it's okay. I think mine's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Things came to me rather quickly as I was putting it together, so I think I'm going to be all right. And even if y'all don't like it, I like my list, so I'm Yes, okay. we know you always like it. <laughs> Kevin's <laughs> choices, let me guess. Are we're not there yet. We're, wait, wait, guys, we're not there yet. <laughs> okay. We're going to start with Veronica. So, Veronica, <laughs> the way this works is that we are going to do your top five list. First, we're going to find out your criteria for your list, and then you're going to give us number five, and you're going to talk about it a little bit, all right? Okay. You ready to do this? All right. So, Veronica, what is the criteria for the list you put together? My criteria? Um, so, I picked the five good front men that, you know, put a lot of 
influence on me and, you know, that actually speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of things going on, like with, especially with COVID going on now, like I'm so sad that I cannot mm-hmm. go to concerts, any shows, yeah. Oh, yeah, anything right now. And it's just so like, it's a big bummer, big bummer. Um, and what I like to do, I like to listen to music mm-hmm. when I'm feeling bummed. Okay. So. <laughs> so, so with that being the case, who is your number five frontman? So obviously my top, my, I want to say he would be my first, uh, would be Lejean Witherspoon from Seven Dust. Okay. Okay. Lejean Witherspoon from Seven Dust. Lejean Witherspoon. Tell me about Lejean and what he says to you in your soul. So... First time seeing him in, I want to say, 99, 2000. Okay. My brother, he was the first one that actually introduced me to rock, metal-ish. Growing up in middle school, you know, I was R&B, hip-hop, and all this. Um, As soon as my brother was just, you know, listening to rock, (laughs) metal, (laughs) I, you know, I didn't even care about it. And then once I just heard this one song, I I honestly can't remember what it was, but it just drew on me. Like it got my attention. Mm -hmm. And, um, so his vocals are like intense. Mm -hmm. They, he has that melody. Um, and not only, not only this, like I met him so many times, like he's one of the five guys that I've actually met live okay. or like met in person. Is this at, at like a meet and greet where you meet meet and greets and, and like, just not, not even that. Like, he, yeah, he'll, he's street. like that type of person. Like you, he's like very, very nice. He's hospitable. Like he is like the guy that you would want to talk to. Like, like down to earth. Text him, tell him, give us a call. No, but he's like, his voice is amazing. Like, his stage performance, everything has to do with, like, with with him. It's just everything. Okay. So, yeah. that he is, he's my number one. He's he your number, number one or your number, number five? One, number five. But no, he's num- he's my number one. <laughs> but he's number <laughs> five on your list. Number one in your heart, number five on your oh, list. Oh, okay. I get you. Sorry. <laughs> did she just give away your number one? I did. Wow. Oh, no. Let me change the number <laughs> one. No, this is okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. It's all right. Let's just go one on the list. first. Look, okay. let's go first. Top five. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Rework the list. We'll slot them back in. Okay. Who do you have at number five, though? She gave number a little five. preamble. I, I did. I'm sorry. Pre- it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. Welcome to the pocket. Yeah. Okay. So my number five would have to be Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Okay. Slash Stone Sour. I, wait, what's? I've, I've heard of Slipknot. I've never heard of Stone Sour. <laughs> Stone Sour is, Stone Sour his, is more like, like okay. yeah. yeah. And he's then got, he's also he's, got he's got also an doing that voice. He really does. Oh, I love his voice. His yeah. voice is sexy to me. That's one of those sexy voices that I mean, yeah. you should see him in his slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like that's that's another thing. Like why he's my top favorite. Um, so with his performance also on stage, like you know he's got the mask on. He's yeah. got the 
freaking jumpsuit. So he's, he's able to like emote with a mask. Everything. On. Everything with pyrotechs going on on stage. You still like feel him. Yes. And his emotion through the thing. Oh, yeah. I saw him at a festival. It was probably Ozfest like mm-hmm. years and years mm-hmm. ago. They were a fun band to yeah. watch. They were, it was pretty wild to watch. All There's like, what, nine guys in that band yeah. at different points. How <laughs> yeah. many people in Slipknot? Yeah. like nine <laughs> people in Slipknot yeah. like banging it's on drums and crazy. running around the stage. Yeah. It, was, it was wild. It's crazy. Um, so with that, you know, like I said, his performance on stage with all this masks and clothing that mm-hmm. he has on with pyrotechs going on on stage and he still has that energy and it's it's crazy, like just to see him perform, you know, live. Yeah. Uh, I've only seen him a couple times, but um, with his side project with Stone Sour, okay. um, yeah, he's also amazing, and it's it, it's different from from what uh, Slipknot is. Okay, um, but you know, it's it's still good. Like it's I love not his, that metally yeah. yelling. It's very, right. it's, it's very just like acoustic. It, he does yeah. acoustic yeah. and acoustic's the right word. Like so. acoustic sets. It's, it's he's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. His name is Corey. Corey Taylor. 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 Yeah. All right. Corey so Taylor. number five, you have Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor, Taylor. number five. Shante, who? What is your criteria for your top five list this, today? My criteria for my top five are people who really sent out to me when I was thinking about the list. I think about how many of the songs I actually listen to or know, or, or maybe I hum to myself. And there's someone who I feel has really influenced how music is done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just for me. So my number five <clears throat> is Gwen Stefani. Okay. Okay. Good pick. Good choice. Um, Just because I have to be honest, like, I'm not a big rock person or the punk or whatever her genre is. But when she came out, I, I don't know, Scott, I don't know who they are. Maybe Scott. I guess it is a That's Scott. Like, yeah. Scott especially, no. But I totally listen to the albums. I listen to, you know, oh, no doubt albums. the No Doubt yeah. albums more than one. And mm-hmm. then when she went solo, I continue to listen. So the fact that the genre of music I don't really listen to very often, not very as familiar with, but you know, we know Gwen Stefani, we know the words, the song comes on, you sing the song. And then she was one of the few like female front men when I was growing up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and <coughs> she was legit. And she was feminine and still, you know, could carry. Yeah, she was so girly, yeah. but she was still like hanging with the boys. Yeah, exactly. So Gwen Stefani, no doubt. It's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was going to say, listen, uh, Tragic Kingdom was one of the first yeah. Oh, yeah. albums I ever owned, along with like mm-hmm. Dookie from Green Day yeah. mm-hmm. back in those middle school ish mm-hmm. days. And she's she's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I, I've listened to my fair share of No Doubt myself. Mm-hmm. I had a very good friend. She was a huge, huge No Doubt Lucy right. Body fan. And so, like, when I was in high school, we would listen to, we would hang out and we would listen to a lot of No Doubt. No doubt. And I, I think it's very interesting, like where the band came from, mm-hmm. and being from Southern California myself. So, where they came from, they went stop. Long Beach, right? Long Beach area, I believe. Somewhere no doubt, somewhere yeah. Yeah, yeah. Garden Grove, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, with them being from SoCal, and then um, Gwen Stefani, like you said, being able to hang with the guys and really like do it. The thing that I didn't understand was when she went solo. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the first times I'd like questioned what going solo meant. Cause I was like, if you're like the front person of the band, 
Do you need to go solo? Do you need to go solo? Because you're kind of already doing it. I think when she went solo, she changed genres. She's doing a completely different sound. She changed genres. So, like, I see why she had to go solo. And that's totally understandable. I remember the bananas. Yeah. The only reason I know how to spell it. Is that how you like And so, once I was hearing her new sound, I, like, understood kind of why she went solo and, like, broke off from No Doubt. But I remember at the, at the time, because I was in high school when it happened, I was like, Why? Well, she was dating the drummer, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they broke up. They broke up. And then they got She big. had to do a solo thing to yeah. make her own. Yeah. Well, she broke up, and then they got big. So they were already, they were still in the band together, yeah. even though they oh, were. Really? Yeah, they still were. Like, yeah, that, whole, she that whole album them. was about him. So he's yeah. there playing that be, that songs be about yeah. their relationship. You're playing right drums. Now. You're like, oh, that one. Oh, oh that's what you meant. I remember that. <laughs> that's what you were. Oh, did I hurt that's you? That's what you were mad. <laughs> okay. Listen, why didn't you? Right. I kind of always knew I would be yeah. your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and he had to play that song. Yeah. And be like, damn. And then he's like, so, you know, just notes real fast. Mm-hmm. Do we... Did you always feel this way? Or? And then but they, never... they were still friends. They were, they were still, still friends. Cool. They were still cool. Yeah. Is she cool Gavin Rossdale right now? No, I don't. <laughs> that was a different situation. At yeah. time of recording, she like is that's not, not cool. breaking up in high school with a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a guy cheating on you with a nanny. Ooh, <laughs> so, so, drop me two. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Eric, what is your criteria for your list? Man, this is uh, this was a difficult list to come up with, and there was a lot of different areas I kind of touched on. Um, some of my uh, lead singers, their bands like longevity. They've been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them include things like what they were doing outside of the band, um, the joy that they brought me, or, you know, maybe that joy was just listening to the album on repeat over and over and over again and tragedy. Mm-hmm. So it's oh. very, I tried to make my list very Aaron's trying to get di- us to diverse. I don't know if you guys were fans of them, but I was raised on classic rock. Um, my stepdad was a big, we'd go work construction and be on the classic rock station. And so one of my favorite bands from that era was Aerosmith. I was like, you're wearing the shirt. I'm wearing the shirt right now. (laughs) So that lead singer was Steven Tyler. And, Mm -hmm. and not only did, you know, I, I love those albums from back in the day, they were just, they were super fun, rocky albums to, to listen to. He also introduced me to Alicia Silverstone in those <laughs> music videos Crazy. because back in the day, you know, you my daughter. And his daughter, right? I was Liv. also going to bring up Miss Liv Tyler. So, as Liv well. Tyler, whenever I think about Liv Tyler, for whatever reason, Evangeline Lily's face pops in my head. I can see that. Like, well, they very look similar. similar. They're very similar. I don't know what more I, I need like to to say about he's yeah. he's done it for decades, yes. you know, and he could still probably do it for another decade or so because I don't know what How drugs they he? were taking back then. <laughs> but, preserved but, but apparently, well. it preserved him very very well. Have so, you seen him live though? I have never seen him live, but I don't think you have we're to see him. So, hold on, has <laughs> a live story for us. You, do you go, ahead, go ahead, tell us about Aerosmith. Oh. Well, I, the first time I see them live was here in Vegas. <laughs> okay. Uh, their, what was it? Their tour um, that they have here, their uh, residency. The residency. residency. Okay, nice. How so was it? it was actually really good. 
Never disappointed. Tell Aaron all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can did they, did they sing, did they sing some toys in the attic? <laughs> <laughs> he did, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve. <laughs> yeah. and then, and Steve was very nice. I called him Steve. He was Steve. very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have not met him, but no, Steve's it was a very, very awesome show. <laughs> there was also one more little note that I had to, to mention. There was actually a Aerosmith video game, I believe it was on the NES, where it was a first person show shooter where instead of shooting bullets, you were shooting records. So you were like, <laughs> which was pretty freaking well, cool. Had and I right? could not think of it, what the name was, and I didn't I didn't research it, but that popped in my head as wow. something to like yeah. mention. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I do love Steve and Tyler. I mean, like, Hell Smith in the 90s, they were the soundtrack of the decade. Yeah. They were everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were played everywhere. at my they, friends' weddings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were everywhere. They were. Yeah. Longevity, you know, they... Rock. Yeah. I mean, Armageddon. I mean, Armageddon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, they Dream were, One. Oh, like, yeah. like these, there, there are some Aerosmith. The elevator. Um, what was, there was a, there was a, maybe it was the MTV uh, Video Music Awards. Uh, Steven Tyler was on stage with Kid Rock and they're throwing the microphones um, back and forth to each other. Like, they were still cool back, you know. Yeah. And they had a song with Run DMC. Mm. Absolutely. Like, they were doing crossovers so before it was cool. Right. right. I mean, not just that, man. They got a ride at Disneyland called Rock and Roller Coaster. They, they did. They, at Disney they World. At Disney World. Yeah, I remember that. And then at Disneyland, they when I worked at Disneyland, they, they took two of the rides and like put some Aerosmith music. So that was cool. I think I remember that. Yeah, it was crazy, right? So like Aerosmith, you're right. Huge. Steven Tyler. And then like, yeah. didn't he have like scarves on his like... Yeah, uh, like Mike Stan. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. things like definitely stand out. I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. so I get I get why you're there on list number mm-hmm. five. Uh, for me, my criteria, um, hmm. I was it was deep. I was trying to figure out what I was going to go by. So as I looked up artists and thought about it, I realized I was going to go with the criteria of uh, artists that I like. Shocker! Shocker. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, god. Really, I'm so shocked. Uh, you didn't see that one coming, I'm sure. <laughs> Artists that I like, that's what I was going to go with. But I also wanted to have some fun with it. So Aaron's going to not like this, but number five for me is Diana Ross. Diana right. Ross is All number right. five for me. She's the lead singer of the Supremes. The, that's right. All right, boom. Aaron's like, I almost had Gladys Knight, but I was like, you know, she kind of got bumped on unfortunately, but I love you, Gladys. Listen, the way I feel about a a front person, uh, because there's a front woman in this case. Right. Um, If your name is in the band name, name. then I I think you definitely qualify as the most important person of said band, (laughs) right? Because there was the Supremes, and then it became Diana Diana Ross Ross and the Supremes. Which is why this is acceptable, because it's still... The Supreme. <laughs> yes. They're still. And then, and, but then, well, I almost put Smokey and the Miracles, though. Listen, Smokey is actually one of my honorable mentions oh. because that is also very important. The Motown sound yes. is something that was very important to me growing up, my family growing up, obviously. Um, so, I like you, I, I'm not huge in the rock. I have some rock, have some rock experience, mm-hmm. but uh, the Motown sound is something that was very big Definitely. for us. So, Diana Ross is huge. And, uh, the it Supremes. Still it still is. Yeah, yeah. Diana Ross still is huge. And then when she left, they just became the Supremes again and they fell into. They fell off. They fell off a little bit. Kind of like Destiny's Child. A <laughs> little bit. Yeah. A little, little different, though, because the, the people pulled. I guess it's still the same because the people pulled the strings had a personal interest 
and one person an individual. That's and exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> sort of the same. So, yeah. The interest I mean, is I'm different. Saying, different yeah. Because one of them was a father, was a daughter, father, one was a sexual relationship. Piece, but <laughs> so, still those things. Yeah. Correct, sure correct. That really influenced. But Diana, Diana Ross, uh, they, not The Supreme, Stop the Name and Love, things like that. These songs really just like and they're they were ti- they're timeless yeah they're timeless and they really they still speak to you now mm-hmm. That's every karaoke song like you sing yeah. karaoke songs yeah. <laughs> yeah. people are still doing covers of them yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i mean who would have thought that motown would last? i'm sure they did not think this is gonna last these songs gonna last this long they didn't think so, no like, not at the time no, definitely they kidding. were like hey let's and that's like not a not like there's literally no like there, if if this podcast that we've been doing were to go on for years, right? I wouldn't think to, I don't think today that we get past this episode. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't know. We got some good episodes. <laughs> Come on, no, 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 no. I'm saying though, that, like, to, to think that, yeah, that to you would be heights. around yeah. like, starting six years in later. someone's converted house. Correct. To, yes. <laughs> and then to be world renowned and going on for 60, 70 plus years, mm-hmm. I would have never, like I said, this we could do this till we're dead, right? But Today, as of today, I don't know that we don't do this next week. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, and I I can't even imagine. So, Diana Ross, the Supremes. I have Diana Ross at number five. Good, good. Right. Veronica, what do you have at number four? So, your number, number four, four, not your number two. Your number four. Four. <laughs> number four. Two times two. Yeah. <laughs> so, my number four would be Brent Smith of Shinedown. Okay, I mind that you, you, mind you, these are well. these are mainly all rock. Yeah, that's one. That's your genre. No, I know, I know. This is like, like you know, I love music. I love everything. That's why this was so difficult. Yeah, it is. It really is. You could like either one genre, or you could like a lot of genres, or not even like a genre and pull someone in because you respect them. So that's so yeah. Um. So yeah, I and mind you, these are all the bands that I've seen too. Yeah, friends of Veronica. Yes, all her homies were like, make sure I'm on your list. Um, so yeah, Brent Smith of Shinedown, he's also another, uh, sexy voice type. Shit, you want to, you want to text him too? <laughs> Go ahead and give him a text, girl. <laughs> we do a group chat. <laughs> um, very, also another, uh, energetic on stage, okay. very uplifting. Um, he does great cover songs. Okay. Uh, Simple Man would be one. It's a great, very acoustic. it's a great cover. Love, love that song. Um, you know, I do love the original, but I gotta give it to Brent Smith with, you know, his originals. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's like so many bands. It's it's really tough, right, to to come up with these. Shine Down, I've definitely heard of, mm-hmm. and I feel like I either saw them or was going to see them rather recently over the last like couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think they did like some show here recently. Um, is it really hard rock music or they they can be, um, but they're also different. They do they do acoustic. They do. Um, he's actually working on a solo project with uh, one of his bandmates. Okay. Um, so I mean, he's he's everything. Like I, he, he's. Very I would call them. I would call them like in the rock category. Yeah, like I would. it's they're not like nearing death metal or anything. No. Like, but they're they're very rocky in yeah, their sound. They are. They are. Um, like you can actually 
be there, listen to his, you know, lyrics and, uh, and that's what brings my attention to him. Like his music is so inspiring. Uh, his voice, like I said, is so sexy. So <laughs> she said that twice. Yeah. Yeah. She, I appreciate your list. Bro. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna write these down and be like, "Well, I'm not really listening. I'm just hearing." Ear, sexy orgasms, orgasms. I should have talked about how sexy Diana Ross was. <laughs> I should have. I messed up. Too late. Too late. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he's very talented with his instruments. Like he plays everything. Okay, so he's he's like he's a legitimate musician. Like he's mm-hmm. all over the place with yes. the music. Nice. Okay, so that's what's his name again? Brent Smith. Brent, Brent Smith. Smith of Shine Down. Yes. All right. That number four for Veronica. Shantae, who do you have at number four? At my number four, I have Dave Grohl. Of okay. Nirvana, okay. Foo Fighters, oh, yes. and 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 yeah, I mean he's in yeah. every band that yeah. there is right now. Um, and we're talking about playing oh lots God, of instruments. He plays yes. pretty much all everything. of them. He plays everything. He plays all of them. Um, and um, besides that, I mean, I do like the Foo Fighters. I mean, Nirvana I didn't really listen to, but I really did actually listen to Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. And I loved how they never really took themselves too seriously, even though they still had really good songs. Never really thought of that. To. Like, with with him being a drummer from Nirvana, I'm like, yeah, no one really thought of it. And yeah. he was like, wait a minute, let me switch let me it up. I can play this. Yeah. I can play guitar. Yeah. I can sing. I one thing about him that I'm like, he always sings with gum in his mouth. And it always makes me feel like he's going to choke <laughs> on it. I'm like, dang, get that shit out your mouth. <laughs> you need to be able to breathe. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just think he seemed like a cool dude that I would hang out with. And then like, he'll play us some songs. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. And just enjoy himself. The only thing you did wrong is put him at four. Like he's definitely yeah. number one. I mean, but, I have other people on but, my list, Aaron. But, but when he get, when so I think gets, of the caliber of I got, my list. I got some Dave Grohl stories for you when it's, when it's my turn. Aaron also met Dave Grohl. I did not. I did, sadly, I did not. Hey, you but he did, definitely but he did, him. But, he'd be like the guy that's like, yeah, that's my friend Dave. Here's a here's a preview. He did speak directly to me, and I'll get to that story. Okay, we'll get to that one later. Did he give you the the best the best? He wanted the best of you. He wanted the best of you. you. Aaron had another confession to make, but I'll talk about that later. Uh, I see what you did there. Apparently, he's. Spoiler alert is going to be on Aaron's list a little later. Yeah. So I'll get in deeper. Well, about we got a lot of spoilers thoughts, this time. My thoughts of, <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts of uh, Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. I have a lot of thoughts. I think they're cool, man. So I'll talk to them, talk about that a little later. Aaron, who do you have at number four? Um, Actually, so when you brought up Gwen Stefani, she was on my uh, my honorable mentions. Because, again, loved Tragic Kingdom, loved mm-hmm. her back then. Mm-hmm. But she actually performs several times with another band back in Long uh, in Long Beach. Sublime. Sublime. Mm-hmm. So the lead singer of Sublime, uh, Bradley, Bradley Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can pretty much sing that entire album yeah. like without music. I'm not going to do it for you all to sing <laughs> your ears. Thank you. But I could pretty much word for word do it. I that was on repeat in my car for years. And... Uh, Tragically, um, I believe it was heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was 28, he is not a member of the 27th club. He, so close. He, he passed it. But he, there's just something about his voice and songs and things that it's it's transcended. He died in '96, uh, like so he Ooh, died in '96. Okay. And I believe the story is that that album got big 
even after he had already died, like mm-hmm. that album, the back tattoo, sublime tattoo on the back, but they're literally still touring as sublime with Rome. And that's his brother. Like, if, yeah. That's, oh, Rome's his brother? Yeah. I, I didn't, I, didn't I just that. found this out like maybe recently. What? I, that's I, weird. I really did not know that. Today today. Um, old, yeah, that's yeah. his brother. So, well, there we go. And so sublime with Rome is still that's a thing. Why they sound so like similar. Then, yeah. They're carrying on like the legacy that, that do they do new music or is it just that? I, that, that, I, that I'm yeah. not sure. I've I'm listened sure. to a I think they do do some new, like their own songs. I'm pretty sure they do. I've, I've heard some, but I, after that album, yeah. I, you know, I, you just hear what you hear, but yeah. that album particularly yeah. with Bradley, like for that music to, to, from, you know, he died in 96 and mm-hmm. we're 2020 and I still feel the same mm-hmm. way I do. Yeah, so they're another one from SoCal, like you said. Yeah. They were very big back on there. Were they big for you guys down there in San Diego? Yeah, I knew Sublime. I didn't really listen to him too much, but I knew, I knew like, if a song came out, I'd be like, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's ska. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and them being like, like you said, similar to and coming up at the same time as No Doubt, mm-hmm. right? They were something that I like had heard of mm-hmm. and listened to, and the songs were fun. The yeah. songs were fun. Yeah. Um, as terrible well, and, and very good, but that song is great. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he's got some dirty songs too, and those yeah. are pretty fun dirty yeah. songs. So I get, I get why he's on your list. Um, I think hot take is when people pass, their music becomes it's iconic, and they're still right. like they're still living today, like. Right, but like, so I don't know if Sublime is as big if he doesn't pass. Right. Just right. in re- reality. But like, that's the hard part about music is that mm-hmm. there's no way to know that. Mm-hmm. Right. But I feel like once you pass, you become immortalized, mm-hmm. especially if you like pass it for like one album. Right. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, look at this potential. Yeah. yeah. And the worst, and the, the worst part, the craziest part is that um, I remember listening to a artist on MTV years ago. And they said that your best album will always be your first album because your first album you had however many years you're alive to work on. That was okay. the, so if you die after your very first album, there's your, nothing but potential people see. Right. It was the best album you ever had because it's the only album you ever had, but it's, it's, it's the one you've been working on for if you're, you pass at 28 yeah. he, and the album came out at 26, he had been working on it for 26, 26. years. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I, and I was like, that's a very, I, I think that that's a fun way it of looking at sense. it. And it makes a lot of sense. Well, the thing that I listen to is they're talking about sophomore slumps and mm-hmm. why the second albums are usually much worse than the first album because mm-hmm. the label forces you to put it out within like a two-year right. span. They want it to sound a certain way. Well, yeah. And that's, and that's also, that's, that's one. The studio wants it to sound a certain way, but also fans Band want yeah. it to are sound a certain way. They're like, this is what I heard on your first album. This is what I want uh-huh. more of on the second. Right. But artists want to do yeah. But if it's your first one, I don't know who you are. So you're like, this, this is, is me. Awesome. And they're like, this is great. I love it. And then that's it. So with that being, like you said, you, yeah. listen, you listen to that album yeah. but to all I death. Need, all I need is that one yeah. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just wondering, though, what's the one with Roman? Like, are they doing... Are they still playing that one album? <laughs> Probably. I'm sure they are. No, no. I know, they're playing, people I know they're playing songs from it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying if they're like, they play the whole album and say, all right, good night. <laughs> and then leave. You know, when, no, they didn't do that. When Lit came, they played that whole album in uh, order, uh, which was awesome. Was, and then they were like, awesome. now we have some new songs. People were like, all right, guys. Uh, all right, guys. <laughs> now we're out. This was fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Nope. You make me complete. I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta go. We gotta we get gotta out of go, here. But <laughs> thank you, though. I appreciate the new, the yeah. new stuff. Though. I, I, yeah, you're still keep it going. Keep, keep it going. <laughs> thank you for playing it. a place in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So very good. Yeah. I like that. For me, at number four, I have. It's another female. She uh, she's very important, I think, to music. This band is super important to music. I have Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Um, I was gonna say she's in my honorable mention. She Fleetwood Mac. I mean, that Rumors album is just so good. Rumors is so good. It's so deep, and the fact that there's so much personal strife. Oh my god! And, and you and like we were talking about Twisted Body do it. Writing those songs, yeah. mm-hmm. this this whole band is fighting with each other. There's like just so many problems. So vain. <laughs> and so Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks is still out here doing it, right? Mm-hmm. She's still she, she still, was she was back with Fleetwood Mac for a little bit. I think she was doing some solo stuff, but like she is when I think of front people, she's one of the first ones that come to mind for me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when I was making this list, it was, I thought it was gonna be harder for me, but it was people that like. People immediately came to my brain. Yeah. People came. Also people came to my brain immediately. People are still coming into my brain now. Yeah, after after all, talking like, like, oh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. boom. How do I forget like, this yeah. person? How can I, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I guess. Like, I mean, like I forgot completely forgot about Stephen Tyler, right? For instance, yeah. but like Stevie Nicks, I though, think he's on my honorable list. On your list, yeah. So for Stevie Nicks, though, she's just she seems to have transcended, and she it was like what, in the seventies or something like that when mm-hmm. we were making music, mm-hmm. and she was a very strong. Front person, yeah, she's everything of a a band, band. Where, where, yeah, we're mostly men, yeah, in, in the seventies, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on, mm-hmm. and like I said, she's she was willing to write music that was extremely personal about her relationship with another person in the band. band. <laughs> That's where Glenn got it, <laughs> right? From it I mean, that was her influence. Like, you know what, Stevie, do it. I can do it. Yeah, but Fleetwood Mac is just super huge, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm surprised at how much I've liked Fleetwood, uh, Fleetwood Mac over the years, just in general. Because I didn't, it wasn't like something I listened to at home. Like, right, it wasn't growing up. Um, my parents were not listening to Fleetwood Mac. That's something I found as an adult, and I wasn't like going through like nothing when I heard. It. I just was like, you can you can hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. With this music through Stevie's voice, mm-hmm. and that was just something that really like. She's got a sexy voice too. She's like, <laughs> oh man, I don't need that text. I don't need that. You can text her. Bring it. She got that smoke. I ain't gonna say Well, it's, and and another thing like watching a show like South Park that makes fun of everyone, like it kind of means you made it. They right. made her into a goat. In Did the they episode. really? <laughs> you know, like, but it's like, oh, they're singing it. It's like, <laughs> but she makes it from, she's been singing for forever mm-hmm. and to still make it, you know, in the 2000s into right. a, you know, a pop culture, pop culture show. Right. show. So you're, like, she's you're bringing up shows. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have seen American Horror Story. I do. Uh, I have the conscious. Coven 
No, exactly. I, I, know, I, know, I know that they all have uh, American Horror Story and some other. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did not watch scenarios. it, but I know it is a show. Um, you know, I'm not a really, I'm really so she was actually in an episode. <laughs> she was in an episode. What? She was in an episode. Okay. So this one, uh, she was a witch. There was it was a coven, like the mm-hmm. all, all these sense. witches. That makes sense. All these witches. Um, but there was this one witch that was like seriously all about her, all about Stevie Nicks. Like she dressed like her. She looked like her. She wanted to be her. She was her pretty much. (laughs) So, um, yeah, she was like, that was her, that was her influence. Like she was, that was, she was a witch. Yeah. American Horror Story is a huge That was like one of my best shows to ever seeing her in that. And, yeah, I mean, she was really good. <laughs> she was actually really good. Oh, they're killing it, man. Stevie yeah. Nicks throughout, just so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Veronica, who do you have at number three? Number Tris. <laughs> uh, so, Matt Schultz of Cage the Elephant. Oh. Okay. And you'll know why. <laughs> like, this guy is crazy on stage. I don't know if you've ever seen him or, like, on YouTube or anything like this. I'll be honest, Veronica. I think you talk about him <laughs> on your Facebook. And that's the only reason why I know who this person is. I'm like, damn, this guy's awesome. Because that's all she talks about. So, yeah, this this guy, my God, he reminds me so much of Mick Jagger of Rolling Stones. Stones. He looks like him on stage. He has moves like him on stage. Um, and his voice is amazing. It's not sexy, but it's amazing. <laughs> um, you don't have to test. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's very uniqueness. His um, his lyrics, they, they bring out everything. Like, like I said, the first time I saw him on uh, in a concert, my friend Howard, he... He likes them. He liked them. I had no desire. I like. I heard a couple songs here on the radio mm-hmm. here and there. Um, they were they were my favorite. They're meh. Yeah, they were meh. Um, there were a couple songs that I was like, oh, "Can you just take this off the radio right now?" Like, I'm sick and tired of mm-hmm. it. Blah, blah blah. First time I saw them on stage, that changed guy brought, everything. He changed everything for me. He really did. Um, when I was looking at the audience. Oh my god! Like that's mind blown, mind blown. <laughs> that's all I can say is like he is very awesome. I would see him a million times. I have not seen them live. Yeah. I am dying to. Um, oh, he's they one, are of the best. Phenomenal. He is one of the best. I love the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I love a lot about that band. Yeah, yeah very fun. He's got uh, family members in the. He's just got a brother that plays mm-hmm. bass. Um, no, but it's you have to listen to some songs. Like I'm sure you listen to a few <laughs> like good singles. I, if I put if I play, play it on, play a song. I'll be like, play a song, okay. Yeah. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's some KGL. Like I know that I've heard KGL. Yeah. I know that I have. I just can't. Nothing I'm comes not sure to. And these are like the these. Frontmen, these are the ones that like bring it out on stage. Right, they get on stage and they draw you in. They draw me in. So what 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 does he do that like his his energetic vibe? Like okay, with everybody, like he he makes them like jump up, have a good time. If you're out there, like there's there's a couple songs that just like you just want to chill vibe, Mm -hmm, you know. mm 
maybe smoke a blunt here too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get it's it's everything. It's like it kind of draws you into like uh kind of like the Beatles too. Okay, like their hmm. Beatles vibe. They, okay, they got a little bit. Yeah, and he so, he's able to match the energy needed for each oh, track. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty good. Maybe I'll do some searches later. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely listen to them. So they're they're really good. Shante, who do you have at number three? At number three, I have George Clinton. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Parliament Funkadelic. Okay. <laughs> um, first of all, like, first of all, we all know, you know, Dog Pound. We all know it. Like, I know Snoop Dogg kind of brought it out. But, like, before Snoop Dogg got it, we knew it. Mm-hmm. And I think he was one of the first black artists that kind of went as experimental as he did. And, you know, I think sometimes like people get pigeonholed and felt mm-hmm. like we have to stay with the Motown sound, but he was like, nah, dude, I'm going to do my thing. And he did his thing. He man. did his thing. <laughs> and he's still going. And I don't know. George Clinton. Do you guys know George Clinton? I actually do. Okay. And the reason I know of this is a 1994 comedy with Jeremy Piven called PCU, which was basically, <laughs> oh my God. which was basically, I old do school before, before way, way before school. old school. Jeremy Piven plays the role of like the college cool guy. That's right. like so when he's in old school, he's the dean, he's and the it's kind guy. of the opposite role. It's funny, but there's a whole storyline with them trying to get George Clinton, George Clinton, and Parliament into their uh, their frat to play a show to basically save the fraternity. Right. So I do, and they're fun, and he is one heck of a character mm-hmm. like i love his look i love yeah. i did enjoy like everyone the music. in your mind you can picture him right yes. now You're like oh yes oh, yeah. can you, are you picturing are you sure i am it's uh it's, it's uh, i'm seeing him there's some feathers neon colors crazy colors crazy colors crazy yeah. colors fun fetty fun fetty it was fun so weird sunglasses yeah well, sunglasses <laughs> yeah. gray gray hair mm-hmm. and now that's what i see about yeah. <laughs> George Clinton, now you're doing his thing. Man. Doing his thing. I remember when I first heard of Parliament because I was in school and we were looking at uh, some f- just music. Just, we were looking at, well, I was on history of music class and we were talking about funk music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this crazy black yeah. man? <laughs> like, he looks dude. like a mix between a bird and he like, like a bird. there's so much stuff going on. Let me tell you what he looked like in the picture from what I remember. He looked like a bird that got in a fight with the ring ringmaster of the circus. <laughs> And then it was a black dude at the end. Yeah. Of the like, oh, <laughs> what? what? How do you get these feathers in your beard? Well, yeah, how what is that? That's are extremely bright colors. Yeah, yeah. But then listening to the music of Parliament, they definitely were on the forefront of the sound. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like you say, he's still out here doing it today. He's definitely capitalized on it and been able to mm-hmm. make it keep working. But George Clinton is definitely someone like. I could definitely jive with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You put them like, come on. Yeah. So that's fantastic number three. Aaron, who do you have at number three? So when I was reading through Wikipedia about, um, about this artist, um, they used some words that I really appreciated. Chief architect. So the grunge movement, I was growing up middle high school while it was starting Northwest. I was, and I did grow up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, the grunge movement came in and 
most people are probably going to go Nirvana is the number one. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to argue that. But my favorite band of that era was Soundgarden. Oh, okay. That was close. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever seen the Black Hole Sun music Black video. Hole it is Sun. one of the... Yes. Wow. It is one of the <laughs> one word. Wow. trippiest <laughs> music videos you will ever see. And I just remember my cousins and I sitting in the living room and watching this thing over and over mm-hmm. again. I've probably heard that song a thousand times yeah. or more in my life. Mm-hmm. The artist's name is Chris Cornell. And yes. Oh, okay. All right. Tragic. Tragic. Chris Cornell. Another tragic end, you know, depression's... A very sad, yeah, sad thing. Sucks, sucks, sucks. Really sucks. Reach out to your friends, especially the ones you think are happy. Um, just, just a beautiful artist, lyrically um, incredibly talented. When you know, when Soundgarden stopped, he then moved on to Audio Slave, which is another fantastic band. He's helped out other bands as well other groups. to other groups. He's just one of. He was one of those guys incredibly talented from that era incredibly sad that he's gone but his voice is a love song yeah legacy interesting thing about chris cornell as you mentioned the audio slave that i knew that that was his band i did not realize sound and i'm assuming sound is bigger uh, you know i don't don't know because you you, it's it's period of time it's you know i don't know when i'm not going to go research it right now to tell you guys when you know, Soundgarden stopped and when Audio Slave started, but I'm guessing there was a period of time yeah. and music changed during mm-hmm. that time. But musicians like him can adapt to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was who was was that with Slash that he was in that Audio Slave? With, Audio right? Slave, I, I believe Audio Slave I was with so. with Slash. That, it does it does sound so. Cool. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't think it was Slave. It was Tom uh, Tom Morello. Oh, from Tom from, Morello. Uh, 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 Rage, Rage Against Rage, 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 Rage. Rage. Okay. Right. okay. So yeah, so that was what. Which I was is why my bad on the. Yeah, because they're, they're okay. Yeah, it was, a super, it was a super group. Yes. Yeah, it was a super, a super group. A super group, and that's where Chris Cornell had mm-hmm. had moved from. But again, not not debating who the best grunge mm-hmm. era. Right, right, right. I wasn't a Nirvana guy. I was definitely a Soundgarden fan, and I miss Chris Cornell. Aww. You know who was uh, a big influence on sound? Uh, or Chris Cornell was. Uh, Chester Bennington from yeah, Michael yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and also, also another they were, they were they I were, actually they listened really, to Lincoln Park. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked them. I was gonna say Chester's a honorable mention in my yeah. side of things. He was like I saw them at that same Ausfest I saw mm-hmm. on that and they're just Lincoln Park was great, man. I saw yeah. Lincoln Park several times. Mm-hmm. Um fantastic. The, so Chris Cornell was definitely someone when when he when he passed, mm-hmm. I remember hearing about it and I felt in the moment that it was big. But I just didn't really know. No, I think because it yeah. was him and Chester right yeah. back to back. Well, Chester was, was, was later. Yeah. Chester it was, was something it was that Chris first. Yeah, Chris yeah, yeah first. that's how they they brought them together. Pretty yeah. much like they because, linked them. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so it was just something I definitely remember hearing about. Yeah, right? and him as a front man, he was the leader of this this group, and like he was one of the leaders of a of a sound. Mm-hmm. Another one. Because a lot of these guys ushered in different genres, if yeah, you will. Yeah, genres and subgenres. Mm-hmm. 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 So, it, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Chris Cornell. Yeah. 
It's a good one. All right, Kebby. All right, for me. Number three. For three, I have uh, Pop, Pat Monahan from Trent. All right. Right. I, <laughs> so uh, I love Trent. I have never seen them. I, I have seen, seen I have seen Train seven times. Wow! I love Train. I've seen them in different states. I do. I <laughs> do like them. I've traveled. I went to Utah, the the uh, Salt Lake City uh, amp, um, arena. Still keeps hitting me up about coming to see other shows. Yeah. <laughs> I went there. I, like, I, I went to one show, one show, and I drove, and I drove <laughs> home. Yeah. So, but Train, so Train. Is really big to me. I just I've always liked their sound, mm-hmm. and the one constant is Pat. Yeah, right. Um, they had they had a hit in the '90s. They had a hit in the 2000s, and in the 2010s. And they'll, they'll probably have a hit in the yeah, 2020s. Waiting for the 20s, which is crazy. It's mm-hmm. just crazy to me. Like you said, Hey Soul Sister mm-hmm. um, was one of their hits. Um, Meet Virginia, mm-hmm. Drops of Jupiter, mm-hmm. spanning like number ones in. Multiple decades, which is crazy. Um, Drops of Jupiter is a song that Pat wrote about his mother after she had passed. He, yes, I didn't know either. <laughs> yeah, he um, he did drugs and stuff, got clean, train broke up for a little bit, got back together, but all because like Pat just kept it going. He moved back to the Bay Area. They have a winery. <laughs> they have a winery. Really? Yeah. I Let's go. I know. It's like they have a winery. Hey, uh, Veronica, text Pat. Give us a When he's up there, so when he's on stage, so when Pat's on stage, he definitely draws you in just like all the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like that he is conducting these, the whole place with his voice, which is odd mm-hmm. right because he singing songs but he, i mean i'm sure there's, there's obviously a band leader but pat still seems to be the one that's in control mm-hmm. the whole time and he and every time i've seen not every time i've seen a lot of times i've seen they've had different faces mm-hmm. doing different instruments because mm-hmm. pat's the constant right yeah. he is, is trained train. he is trained and they, they had a couple other guys that, that were... train on the tracks. Keeps you on the track. <laughs> uh, but there was a couple other guys that, that had been in there from the beginning, and they most they recently retired. And, like, leave, they, like, said, bro, it's been 30 years. Man, I got, I got, like, a family. Like, my daughter's, like, 14. You know what <laughs> I can't be traveling. So, like, their drummer and their guitarist, they still pop up every once in a while, but they're gone. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, Pat is trained. Uh, they, have a, they have a cruise... That they, they do, they have a cruise that they do every year. The mm-hmm. Train has a sail, sail across the sun cruise. <laughs> wow! In February, <laughs> and they perform multiple sets a day. I feel like when they do this, let me know. Like when they do this, let me know. Of course, I have. <laughs> of course I have. because because they have like other bands on the the cruise, like um, other bands of that same genre, like mm-hmm. so, like Matt Nathanson. Oh, they had gym okay. class recently oh, on, wow. their, on their last last time. Um, they have. It's a very interesting concept to me. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you have a cruise ship, and you're, like I said, performing two or three sets a day for the three days yeah. that you're yeah. on this yeah. ship. That sounds amazing. And, yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. And so, if Pat Monahan is just, like you said, you can't train. If Pat Monahan is not trained, it's not trained. No right, train. right. So, that's why I love me to Pat Monahan and train. That's All why right. I three. All Good right. choice. Good choice. Uh, Veronica, what do you have at number two? Number two. 
So Johnny Stevens from Highly Suspect. Okay. He's fairly new. Um, I I recently started hearing this guy. I'm like he's based on like late late nineties, uh, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was also another one that my my brother got me into like he's like oh have you heard this song before i'm like no i don't care for it blah blah blah. but once i start listening to it more you know you get it you're like oh wow this is coming out to me this is so number one like he's super sexy (laughs) he's got this he's got the tats he's got the tats he's he's all tatted up everything like if you see his music videos i'm like you're gonna be like oh my god you're gonna look the screens (laughs) if you're into that thing (laughs) i'm into looking screens um his his music is very it's it's a mixture he's R&B, he's got, well, lately now he's like R&B, he likes to do his own things. Um, mm. He's doing his, not solo, but he's also doing another project with his, um, with his other bands, um, with his other bandmates. But uh, it's mainly, he's mainly rock. Okay. But he does, like, he does R&B. I love uh, his, what was the... Uh, I can't remember the name of the album, and it's like one of my favorites. I, I listened to it so many times on Spotify. It's like the tip of your just tongue. like yeah, it's like the tip of my tongue. But um, no, he he's also another one like that's come close to like he's like one of those suicidal. Okay, yeah. so he's deep. He's very deep, very very deep. Um, he said usual suspects. Highly suspect. Highly suspect. Highly suspect. Okay. Um. Yeah, like a lot of people can relate to this guy. Right. Um, he is, yeah, he is very emotionally charged. Yeah. <laughs> emotionally charged. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of this band. I haven't. Heard if you, if you, if you did hear one song, you'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, I do know this song. Mm-hmm. I do know this song." It's got one. It's one of those. Bands. Um, okay. Lydia, Lydia like, would be yeah. Lydia would be one of his like first uh, singles. Well, I thought Lydia was like a person. No, no, no. <laughs> Lydia. Lydia would be like his tour manager. <laughs> no, he's been through it all. This guy, like, he'll sing about um, his ex sleeping with another guy and how he, uh, she had another baby. Like, he, they met. So there's a song that's called Sixteen. He's met this chick since they were like sixteen years old. Um, seven years. Uh, you know, they've been together. One minute to lose you. This is like part of this part of the lyrics. Uh, one minute to lose you because she cheated on him, but he still loves this girl. Um, and in the video, like shows like how you know they were having a baby and thought it was his. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Turns out yeah, I knew it wasn't. It's a black baby. <laughs> that's not his. It was my guy's neck. It was not mine's either. <laughs> Just want to make sure that's. So yeah, I'm like he puts his heart out into these, into his lyrics. Like mm-hmm. he sings about everything, heartbreak, heartbreaks. Uh, like I said, suicides. Um, but you know he's he's still he's still out there. He, like he's he's doing good now. Like he's he's working on other projects. I'm gonna he's, check this band out because it sounds very like good, very, very good, highly suspect. It reminds you. Uh, so he's got that. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got it. 
Uh, um, so no, he's R and B. It's what, like it's like hard R and B. You'll you'll hear that's you'll hear that. Like right? Rock R and B. I want to see a rock R and B sound. Um, that's, that's he's a, got he's got soul. He does he does have soul. Just like blues. Kinda, but right, oh we'll God. find out. Like, like I'm gonna a... listen to it. I'm gonna listen to <laughs> yeah. it, and we'll see. We'll talk about it off air. I'll tell you what else. Oh, well, I can't think of this. Right. Psych- oh, you're it's like to it psychedelic. Yeah. Um, psychedelic. She has all these drums. Psychedelic R&B. Yeah, another one. Like you want to listen to, you know, while you're on shrooms or something like. Yeah, I'm not the hearers. Highly suspect. Highly suspect. Okay. Suspect. This, I mean, <laughs> they might be highly suspect. Oh, let's see. Let's he see. That. Let's see. Let's see. What's his name again? Johnny Stevens. Johnny Stevens. Okay. AKA Terrible Johnny. Terrible Johnny. <laughs> so you should laugh with that. <laughs> terrible Johnny. Terrible Johnny. Terrible, terrible Johnny. Johnny. Wasn't there like a Johnny Rotten for a little while? And he's always. Like, he's, like a, he's like a punk rock. Yeah. Like, yeah. Johnny, be good? Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> all these Johnnies, you know? all Johnny's. Johnny's always causing ruckus. <laughs> Shantae, who do you have at number two? Number two for me is Janice Joplin. Ooh, okay. okay. Now, I'm going to say before anyone calls rules, she was part of a band yeah, for so. like a hot second, Big Brother and the Holding Company. And she's like, wait a minute. I don't need these here. guys. She's also part of the 27 Club, so it should appeal to your tragic. <laughs> well, she was like, Jerry's job won't really happen when she's like, I don't need these guys. She's like, I can make more money I if I just get some guys to play them. Yeah. But I mean, I love her voice. Like, when we talked about like having that smoky voice before, she definitely had, she had that grit to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and un- again, going back to our conversation about potential, she had so much, and you know. Them, them drugs, man. Mm-hmm. Drugs got shit. Hell of a drug. Yeah, heroin. Heroin, man. Heroin. 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 heroin, man. Heroin drug, you know? But like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 but, uh, and a great thing about her, like, again, her music, people still, you still hear it. It's still coming up in pop yeah. culture. It's, it's part of soundtracks of shows and movies. She had a, um, they did a Broadway one. Well, it wasn't a one one. It's a Broadway thing where they had the actress who played her and like talked about her life and then they had this band in the back and they had this badass singer and she was singing the songs and it was phenomenal first of all just singing like mm-hmm. hearing all the music but then the way they did it was seamless and so I don't know Janice Joplin she's she was awesome she's awesome did she love rock and roll yeah she did rock and roll and blues type stuff yeah yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm out of Bay Janice. Area, San Francisco. Bay Area. Yeah, area. Yeah. You ain't coming <laughs> The Aaron, who do you have at number two? So no offense to Miss Janice Joplin. Mm-hmm. I believe the true person that belongs at number two is Mr. Dave Grohl. Mm. <laughs> Mr. Okay. Dave Grohl, you gave us some you, you great know information I like Dave about Grohl, so Oh, no, no. I, I, I know. I know. And, and how do you not like Dave Grohl? I, yeah. He came here in Vegas. Life is beautiful. A couple of years ago, after rumor was he didn't ever want to come to Vegas. But yeah, he, I think that was like proven. Like I think he hadn't been here. Yeah, like, he hadn't been here in forever. Years. There was something he, he avoided Vegas, and this is the story about him talking literally to me and the other twenty thousand people <laughs> yes. out there. Was I with um, you? You might have been with me this might have been with this you. year. But he is standing there, and he's like, "If you haven't seen me in the last twenty years, where the." Have you been? Okay. And then he just kills it. I mean, the dude is a performer, broke his leg, played three hour long set in a chair. (laughs) With gum in his mouth. With gum in his mouth. Come on, Dave. He's 
Well, his associated acts is huge. I'm going to read yeah. him off of, uh, off of Wiki. You got Scream, Nirvana, Foo Fighters, Queens of the Stone Age, which is one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Um, Teenage Time Killers. He was the devil in, in Tenacious, Tenacious D. D. Um, Iconic he, video. He, he played with uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers a bit. Cage the Elephant. The guy just... He fills in where you need him. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. And, and he can and, play and in the monkey wrench. One of the <laughs> one, He is a monkey wrench. He, he's one of those guys that his love for music mm-hmm. keeps him helping other artists mm-hmm. become better in that craft. Right. And, and that's what I love about him because he didn't – he could have been known as the that guy, the guy we don't know Nirvana. that was the That was the background drummer, behind Kirk Cobain. You know, because right? – but he went, okay, do you think, there we go. Do you think Dave Grohl is the most talented person in Nirvana? I think so. Yes. Absolutely. Right? I thought so, too. I feel like Nirvana had to crawl so Dave Grohl could run. Right. Something like <laughs> that. And, yeah. and yeah, like, nothing against Kurt. No. Honorable mention, amazing guy, 27 Club. Just right. all of that pain, but... We've gotten to yeah. we've, we've gotten got to, to experience see Dave, Dave. And see yeah, like, yeah. because again, like you were saying, like he could, or like we were saying, he could have just been in the background and right. never done anything else. But you read this list of artists, and I don't even think this is a complete list. No, I think I've not. seen yeah. other things, and he he yeah. just seems like the guy. And I hope he is that guy that's a phone call away from other bands that he's met. Like, let me help you. Let me help you. Yeah, is that just help, because like, he loves yeah. the music? And he can be that person that springs the emotion yes. and stuff without it having to be depressing, like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's, I think that's my favorite thing about him because he isn't one of those people who's like, I'm always in the bedroom and I have to be serious. He's like, no, I'm going to go out and live my life and enjoy it. But I'm also going to bring it when I need to. And like, I can make you feel whatever I need you to feel. Yeah. And he's, he's awesome. Dave also Dave another Rose person. Awesome. I know you want a number two, but you also know, another good band that I've seen live. So, <laughs> of course you have. You probably have Dave's phone us. number. Columns. They were. They <laughs> were. It was. He. I just. I love those musicians mm-hmm. that are. You know, maybe they're just the name of. You know, whatever. Like, right. and they go out there and they just rock for three hours. He doesn't need an opener. That you. Oh, Dave Grohl's playing. You know, a concert tonight. I'm I'm, I'm going go. to be there. I don't I'm need any. Go. I don't need a warm up. Like no. he can, and he's got a catalog, and or he'll do some covers or whatever. Yeah, he can play for three plus hours. That's just incredible. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. I like that the the you know Foo Fighters hadn't made an album in a long time, and they were like, yeah, we're gonna go back and make an album, and they made it in his garage. This man has enough money and pool and power. They could have gone to the most tricked out studio ever mm-hmm. and they got together they got their instruments they got like some common household things too and made an album in his garage yeah. like come on you hear the fun stories too of you know these these wealthy you know guys that go into store like he's in a record store one time and I hope this is true but he's <laughs> in a record store one time and he walks up with some records to the, the cash register and there's a kid in front of him and the manager's like, oh, you know, like, Dave, you're, you're good. Just take him or whatever. And he's like, no, I'll pay. I got the money, but I'll buy this kid's, you know. Yeah. It's like you hear things like LeBron going in and buying shoes or, yeah. you know, these these guys that don't need anything because right. they get a ton of this stuff for free anyway. They're just like, here, here you go. Yeah. Enjoy the music, kid. Go do, do your yeah. thing. So, and that's another thing. He does a lot of charity work. Yeah. Like that. So the thing he's that's cool guy. the yeah. most interesting thing to me about Dave Grohl. 
the most interesting thing that that very first Foo Fighter album. I don't know if you had heard this. He played all the instruments I, on I the have whole album. He, he prints the album. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, it was, he, 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 he did. He, he, he didn't. He didn't have a band. Yeah. You're right. Which is crazy to me is that there was no Foo Fighters band. Yeah. There was just Dave Grohl, and he made a band so that way he could be anonymous still, and then he went and played the drums yeah. for the part of the song. Then he went and then got a little drink and then played guitar, then played bass, then sang, and then put it together. Each track took about 45 minutes to do. Mm-hmm. He mixed this album in about a week. And then people wanted it, and he gets signed, and then he had to like, hire guys. You working? You working? Hey, I heard your band broke up. Yeah. You want to play guitar? I need a drum. I need a drum. I'm not playing drums. Right now. What about you? What are you doing? What you been doing? I heard your band broke up. You playing drums? No. You want? What about you? Did you? No. Okay. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. That's what I heard, and that's to me. Insane sounds, because sounds about right. <laughs> but Nine Inch Nails, Trent, Trent Reznor does all mm-hmm. the stuff himself. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool and all, but I think this is different. That this was a nothing, mm-hmm. and he just did it because he wanted to. He wanted to, and, and he then he was music. like, "Oh, I might have did something here. I might have made. It. I gotta do something." That's crazy to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Dave Grohl's great at number two. Mm-hmm. That was a good pick. But I don't think he's as good as who I have at number two. Okay, let's mm-hmm. hear. I have <laughs> Freddie Mercury. At number two. Wrong spot. Of Queen. Now, I'm going to tell you why. When I get to my number one, you'll find out why it's not the wrong spot. Okay. I'm probably going to disagree, but sure. Yeah. uh, So, Freddie Mercury, Queen is iconic. Right. Freddie Mercury, his look. Yeah, there was a movie basically about Mm -hmm. him, right? Iconic. I don't really know how much I need to say about him. Quite. Yeah, he's Freddie Mercury, number that's two. It. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike Drop. Vision of him. Yeah, yeah. In the white tank, yeah. jeans, holding the broken microphone yeah. stand. Like I don't really need to say more. So yeah, no. Freddie Mercury, number two. We'll talk about a little bit more me too. Can you have him at number one? I do. So we'll talk about him a little bit more there. Veronica, who was your number one again? <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm so, I, I have no clue. Who was number one for you? So, my number one, LeJean Witherspoon Lejean. of Seven Dust. Okay. Your favorite? My favorite, favorite, favorite. He touches you, speaks he, to you. Yes. All the things. If you want to hear about LeJean Witherspoon again, you go back to about <laughs> minute <laughs> seven or minute nine of this very podcast and you'll hear about it, all about it in depth. It was good. Do you want to go? Do you want to go through it again? Just give bullet points. Give us the bullet points. Okay. Very hospitable. Mm-hmm. Very energetic on stage. You met him three times. Met him more than three times. Bestie. Well, or best 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 is he sexy? I can't remember. Sexy. He is. He sexy. is a sexy, sexy beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexy beast, baby. <laughs> um, not many. You know, not many black. Uh, I want to say like frontmen. Like. Wait, he's, he's black. Oh yeah. yeah, we didn't leave yeah, with this. Oh yeah, yeah. She didn't mention that first time. Oh, I did not. So that's that's one. He's a black dude from this rock band. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's awesome. He started. He started as metal. They started metal. Now right. they, they're considering new metal, whichever that means. He has a lot of metal in his face. Yeah, he yes. he's metal. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. From the south. Mm-hmm. Like I said, very very awesome person. Genuine. Like. Him and his, you know, his band, like, they, they're they very 
they're very nice. Like you meet them, like you've known them for years. Yeah. Um, they're that type of people, like, especially him. Like, um, I met his wife, like I met his kids. Yeah, like, yeah, I, you I, met, I, you met his family. Like, I met his you family. probably were at his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> this, she met this dude's family. Yeah, she this, I told you uh, this is our best friends. Yeah. No, this guy, he like, is this, this might be a nepotism thing. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like, Hey, I heard you doing this hey, podcast. Heard, Make sure he know where he I am. Yeah. He might know me as just V. Ooh. But he doesn't know me. Oh, he actually <laughs> knows you. And next week on Top Five, we'll ask you for his top five uh, from men. No, yeah. I've like I've seen them everywhere. Like this is like one of the top front men that I would see anywhere. Everywhere. Anywhere I've seen them in California, uh, where they're based off from in Atlanta, Georgia. Travel. Oh, you travel? I travel. I have. Mm-hmm. I have, and it's amazing. Every I do not. You cannot. Be sick of them. I, seven I can't dust, be sick right? of them. Seven, 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 seven dust. Okay. Sprinkle some of that seven <laughs> dust. Very interesting. Okay. Oh. Shante at one, you have. Shocker. Freddie Mercury. Okay. Okay. Oh. Queen, I mean, kind of going back with the George Clinton, they were very experimental. They changed up their sign, their sound. They have a whole album that's operatic. Like mm-hmm. everyone knows Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. you know all the free, weird words. Why do we all know the words? Yeah. Because it's it's awesome, and no one thought they could do it. Freddie Mercury, um, iconic, and also because he was he was an unconventional looking dude, yeah. especially at that time. No one was going to pick him as a front man, right? But his talent was so good that he couldn't transcend it. Transcend it. Um, still listen to Queen now. Yeah, but it is <laughs> like. Fat bomb girls. Yeah. So cool. And we make the rock and roll go around, and I agree with that. Yes. <laughs> what can we do? <laughs> and another one by Sudas. I mean, we taught, like, um, uh, what we were doing we are the our. Champions. Yeah, we are the champions. Yeah. Another one bites the dust. Mm. Like, we will, we mm-hmm. will rock. Like, Which. That song is still "We Are the Champions." Oh <laughs> like, yeah, it converts into that song. It sure does. Whatever. It's all They're great. awesome. It's, it's all it's great. All good. It's all good. Freddie Mercury, uh, he at least an iconic look. You know, it's him. You know what we're doing here. When you hear it, like you know that it's, that it's he, he has a presence. Mm-hmm. And like in that one scene where he's in that, that like there's like a like a clip of him with like, Berlin or somewhere was that, and he's like. There's all the massive oh, peace. You mm-hmm. like that stays burned in your brain. Mm-hmm. You got anything to say about Freddie Mercury here, Aaron? I don't have. I have no words to say. I, I think that that is an absolute <laughs> fantastic place for him. I almost had him there. I. I. This list was incredibly it was tough. It was tough to and he just he he sat at number one for a while and then he was. At five, and then two, and then did he fail on the mission? He is not on that list. He's, it, it was really difficult to exclude him for the list, but again, this is such a broad yeah. topic, and there's so many different things. I went with Sir Michael Philip Jagger in my um, good choice, knighted <laughs> by the Queen, Mick Jagger, I like to it. go along with his you know three Grammys, lifetime award. Yada 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 yada. We can go down all the titles. Titles. (laughs) Guy is seventy-seven, and if COVID were to go away tomorrow, and (laughs) the Rolling Stones said they were going to do a three hundred and sixty-five stadium tour over the next year, 
every Everybody single one of those would be sold out. I mean, he's he's another one of those guys that just he is a frontman. You know, he he literally has a song written about him and his moves. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's very iconic. His like his oh, like yeah. cock the mm-hmm. yeah. So again, like if if Freddie is voted at number one, I am not going to be mad. But to me, I think that because again, we've talked a lot about amount of time they've been around, you know, what's those kinds of things. Like, well, did we see the pinnacle of Freddie or, or Freddy, no, you know, unfortunately, like, yeah. RIP. Yeah. But I mean, even yeah. before that, oh, he's yeah. still the, oh, no. the discography. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's incredible. You know, did we, I don't know. It yeah, just, him and Jagger will be up there together. So yeah, yeah. it would have been great to see a crossover with those. Oh two. my God. And that's why like one of my top, favorites uh with matt schultz of kgl of event he just he totally mm-hmm. reminds me of mick jagger totally, there's honestly. there's a stage presence there to is. him and he, he just he just oozes that rock star out of his system i mean it's all the drugs yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. so man they're they preserve mm-hmm. as great as mick jagger and the rolling stones are and they as they deserve a place on this list it's not number one Okay. There's only one person that could be number one. He's also knighted Sir Paul McCartney. Ooh. Did you just mm the Beatles? Not the Beatles. <laughs> Did you just mm wings? Yeah, I'll do that. Listen, I'll Paul McCartney <laughs> goes out there when he performs now. He performs for three hours. Yeah. By himself. Just doing hit after hit. Just keep him coming. Boom, hit you in the head. Hit you in the head. Hitch in the head. Beatles, Wings, mm-hmm. this song Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just because he ain't good at business. He was a singer. Yeah. He ain't a businessman. He's not a good businessman. <laughs> he uh, accidentally got his stuff bought by Michael Jackson. Accidentally? I think it was very intentional. No, no, no. Not from, by him, but by Michael No, no, Jackson. no. The, I, the reason was actually from what the, what the reports are, from what I read before, uh, he was on the Girl Next Door music video set. And was talking about how the Beatles stuff was going up for sale. Mm-hmm. And then Michael said... You mean the girl is mine? The girl is mine. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah, the girl is mine. Oh, the girl is mine. And then Michael said... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I've got lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. And, and, but that's what my ear was... It was as I said, accidentally, because he was just talking, talking to his about. friend. And his friend said... His friend with lots of huh. money. <laughs> yes, yes. See, not a good business. Yeah, because they, they, because from what I remember reading, that they put him and Yoko trying to put their money together, and it still wasn't enough, and they hated each other. And yeah. he was like, "Look, we need this. Like, we should have put this. his money together with Michael. No, because well, he actually well, likes Michael. They were outbid. They were, they were being outbid by Michael. Yeah, so they were trying to saying, he should have been like, "Hey, Michael." Yeah. Hey, come listen, on in this Remember week. that time I was talking about the thing? Remember that? Yeah. So that wasn't let's, for you to go do this do thing. This together. Come on, let's do this together. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Eh, no." But uh, Paul McCartney, the the way he wrote songs changed the way songs were written. Mm -hmm. Like I said, as great as Mick Jagger is, as great as Freddie Mercury is, that's why they can't be number one, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Because music is forever changed because of Paul McCartney. Um, It is. I mean, the the song structure, song structure that was changed due to how him... And John Lennon wrote music. Okay. Um, they came over the British invasion. Mm-hmm. 
came over. They are, they were and are massive. They are. Massive. Uh, you guys seem to have a version of Paul McCartney. I mean, he was on my honorable mentions yeah. list. He's honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had Freddie Mercury as an honorable mention. This hey, was, what's wrong with your list? I think, <laughs> I think my list is your your list list broken. But it is because this is so broad. I think the thing about it is because it kind of was like Paul and John sharing. So we're talking about frontman, like the the person that kind of like just goes off and leads the pack. I feel like because they shared. The spotlight and it kind of went back and forth so much. That's why it's kind of and Paul McCartney is that kind of. I'm not. No, 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 no. I, I don't feel like they. Him. I feel like John was more of a background character until Yoko made him come out. No, no. That's how I felt about I, the Beatles. I disagree with that. That's how. That's where I'm. Most say like Yoko was like the what was it? She was the uh, Yoko of the band. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like. like I, I feel like Yoko kind of caused John to fall off. Yeah, I'm and that's, that's why, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. She was, uh, what's her name from Hole? Uh, uh, Kurt Cobain's. Oh, oh Courtney Love. Courtney yeah, Love. She's like she was the, the Courtney Love, or Courtney Love was the Yoko. Yeah. I, I feel like kind of, Yoko what? was the beginning of the end for John, but mm-hmm. up until then, I do feel like it was Paul and John back and forth. And so it was that's a duo. Why. It was a duo. And that's why, even though George Harrison kind of wrote some of the my favorite song for the Beatles, but he did. But I do feel like it was a duo for them. In turn. And so, like when mm. we talk about front men, I don't know if Paul was alone enough for me. Mm. But he, of course, the Beatles. Like, yeah. of course. Well, the Beatles. The I mean, yeah, the Beatles. The, the, for me, one of the main things is the fact that he still he's like super old now. He is super old <laughs> and still out here <laughs> doing marathon sets. For like no reason. Yeah. Like, like I feel like if I went to a concert, right, for like a regular person, they perform for an hour. Your boy's happy. That's you know what I'm saying? Well, when you have like a 50 year, even still, spin, even still, you got a lot if of you, songs. If to you play. can hit like the top top hits, and I'd be like, I mean, he didn't do all these, but it, I mean, it's an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna be here for he six hours. He can do his top top hits, and it will be well over an hour. I just, I'm I, saying, his, even his, still, his I, that's a marathon. I both put 78 year olds in the number one spot. <laughs> <laughs> They're still out there. Yeah. <laughs> they are. I mean, and they both could do it. They literally both still could. So that's why I have Paul McCartney. Okay. At number one, Shantae, okay. run right. through. Let's go through Veronica's, yours, all of ours. Let's do this. All right. So at number five, Veronica has Corey Taylor of Slipknot. I have Gwen Stefani of No Doubt. Aaron has Steven Tyler of Aerosmith, and Kevin has Diana Ross of The Supremes. Mm-hmm. At number four, Veronica has Brent Smith of Shinedown. I have Dave Grohl of everything. Um, Aaron has uh, Bradley Noah from Sublime. I wrote that. Bradley Noah. Bradley Noah. My bad. I wrote that sloppily. And Kevin has Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. Number three, Veronica has Matt Schultz of Cajun Elephant. I have George Clinton of Parliament Funkadelic. Aaron has Chris Cornell of Soundgarden and Audio Slave. Kevin has Pat Monahan from Train. Number two, Veronica has Johnny Stevens from Highly Suspect. I have Janice Joplin of Big Brother and the Holding Company. Uh, Aaron has Dave Grohl of everything. <laughs> Kevin has Freddie Mercury of Queen. At number one, Veronica has LeJean Witherspoon of Seven Dust. I have Freddie Mercury of Queen. Aaron has Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones. And Kevin has Paul McCartney of the Beatles. Sir, and Paul, Sir, Sir Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney. And Sir Mick Jagger. <laughs> Thank you. So with that being said, here at the Top 5 Go Podcast, we 
go ahead and we vote for the top five to make the comprehensive top five list. As you know, you cannot vote for your own. And as you know, we always start with the guests. So, Veronica, at number five, you have Corey Taylor, who you cannot vote for, mm-hmm. Gwen Stefani, Steven Tyler, or Diana Ross. Who do you think made the best case for their person? I think it would be Gwen. Okay. okay. Gwen. Gwen Stefani? We can do Gwen. I am, since I can't pick Diana Ross, Steven Tyler's great. Corey Taylor, I actually know that one. Mm-hmm. I actually know that one. I know Slipknot. I think I'm also going to have to go with Gwen Stefani, though. Mm-hmm. Gwen that's Stefani, a, no doubt. That's a, that's a clean sweep for me. Okay. I, I All right. Gwen. And then, I, do I need to vote? Yes, for the case of the... <laughs> um, I think I will have to go... Oh, man. I mean, I don't know Corey Taylor. Yeah. I do know Slipknot, but I don't know yeah. this person enough. Um, Diana Ross, though. My girl had it. So <laughs> I don't know what Diana I love Steven, but yeah. Diana Ross, she... All right. So officially, yeah. Shantae takes it at five. Shantae, right. go down on four. Time. All right, so number four, I can't vote for Dave Grohl. Um, I think uh, it is between Brent Smith, Bradley Noel. Did I say that right this time? And Stevie Nicks. I'm going to have to go with Stevie Nicks. Ryan? I think I'm going to go with... It's tough. Um, I'll go with Bradley. All right. Mr. Bradley. All right, what are my options again? Let's see Mr. Bradley is good. I'm going to go with. Actually, I love Shinedown, so I'm going to go with Brent Smith. All right. I am going to go with Dave Grohl here. All right. So (laughs) that's what I'm going to go with. That's a four way tie, though. (laughs) Yeah. So with a four way tie, normally we would go to the producer, Chris, at this time. We're going to give all of us a quarter point, and then we will contact <laughs> producer Chris <laughs> and see what he say. says. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. At number three, we have Matt Schultz of Cage the Elephant, George Clinton of Parliament and Funkadelic, Chris Cornell of Soundgarden, and Pat Monahan of Train. I can't go with Pat because uh, it's mine. I am going to have to go with Chris Cornell on this one. Awesome. And I really like... I like George Clinton. I'm going to go with George Clinton. Okay. Veronica, here you go. Take a look at this. Uh, Who are you I thinking? Think it's a toss-up between Chris and Pat. Like, I, will, I think I'm going to go with Chris. Okay. Pat was, was talked about though. Right? <laughs> yeah. Listen, put some respect on Train's name. Put some respect on Train's name. So I can't go with George Clinton. I I mean, I I, I like Chris Cornell, but I might have to go with Pat. Yes, put some respect <laughs> on Train's name. Put some respect. Man. Wow. Great great job by Pat Monahan. Unsuspected. Getting, getting the boat out there. <laughs> All right, for number two, Aaron. Number two, I, we have Freddie Mercury. We have Dave Grohl, which I cannot vote for. Janis Joplin or Johnny Stevens. And I am going to go with Freddie. So this is very this is a travesty mm. that uh, I don't believe Dave Grohl's making this list. 
because for him, Kevin. <laughs> I'm going with Freddie Mercury in the prop. Oh, I can't. You're right. Ooh. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> I am going to vote for Dave Grohl right there, too. Mm-hmm. That's Aaron's boy. You're looking at me like. Uh, no, I'm going to vote for Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl might make this list. Freddie Mercury might be shut up. <laughs> How are you going to shut out Freddie Mercury? Uh, listen, let's see what happens right here. Uh, Dave. 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 It's Dave. Dave Grohl. I'm going to vote for Freddie because someone <laughs> has to. <laughs> but Dave Grohl takes that one. And then at number one, we have Lejeune for Veronica. Freddie Mercury. Jente. Mm-hmm. Mick Jagger. Sir. 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 Mick Jagger from Aaron. And Sir Paul McCartney from Sir. myself. Respect. <sighs> this is a tough one, right? This is a tough one. Let me tell you why I'm having some struggles here. Because you can't vote for Paul McCartney? Well, obviously that. Right. <laughs> but here's a real tough one, right? As I as I look at our um list and I break it down as I'm like looking at it. Little gamesmanship comes to my mind, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Freddie Mercury for me is not really number one. Mm-hmm. I made my case as to why he's number two. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. John, you made a very strong case for him, and he sounds like a very personable guy. He's my friend on Instagram. I need I need to, I need to get to know this dude. So Mick Jagger though stands out to me. Mm-hmm. Only problem with Mick Jagger is that Aaron wins all the time. <laughs> and I don't love the fact that Aaron always wins. Shantae, do you love the fact that Aaron seems to always win? No, I hate it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so with that being said, though, I'm going to still have to pick Mick Jagger. Wow. I'm going to have to pick Mick Jagger. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm on the same page. Uh, disclaimer, <laughs> I've, page. I've got a word from um, producer Chris. He has picked Dave Grohl to break that tie. Ooh. So Dave Grohl's on the list twice? Dave Grohl's on the list so twice. So do we need to adjust? Or is he just on the list twice? Because he's Dave motherfucking Grohl. <laughs> I mean, he's he's he everything. Is, he's he everywhere. He's, he's, I picked for he's all the things. Let producer Chris know that Dave Grohl's already at number two. Let's see what he says there. But in the meantime, Shantae, who are you picking? On the, you cannot pick Freddie Mercury. Right. We got two on Mick Jagger. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I I, I'm gonna have to go to Mick Jagger, <laughs> and I hate Aaron because of Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, who are you choosing? Freddie, Freddie Mercury there, but Mick Jagger takes it. We're gonna get official ruling from producer Chris. But um, from what I understand, as I look at this list <laughs> for, for top for top frontmen. As I have at this, this as of this moment, and so Chris says something otherwise. We have Gwen Stefani at five. We have Dave Grohl of uh, of Foo Fighters at four. We have Chris Cornell at three. We have Dave Grohl of Nirvana at two. Nick <laughs> <laughs> Jagger. Man is though. We have Nick Jagger at number number one, and uh, with that. Aaron officially gets another While win. We wait for Chris. Hey, <laughs> take that away and give that to me. I could win. But yeah, um, but we let's. Uh, I won't wait for Chris. Let's talk about our honorable yeah, mentions. Honorable yeah, honorable mentions for sure. So for me, one of my a few of my honorable mentions that I had out here, I had a. Uh, Aaron's not gonna love this. I had 
Justin Timberlake. I, no, no, no. Honestly, that was, I mean, was on my honorable mentions too because he was in Insane. Wait a minute. And then yeah, my why first? circle this one? Train because no, because she picked Chris Cornell. And oh, I so picked it's a tie. And then rock paper scissors. No, I picked Chris Cornell. No one, only you picked Pat. And thank you oh, for putting respect on his name. Bad, <laughs> but yeah, only you picked. Okay, this one. never mind. But uh, yes, yes, yes. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake yes, he is. Uh, he was on my. He's the front man of the, he, the band. He, he was the front man of NSYNC. Yes, one of many talents. I have. I had Tyler. He was Joseph. not the best singer. And Tyler Joseph is on my list. I have to say it. Yeah. He no, was Jason not the best been. singer of NSYNC, but he was but the front man. Tyler Joseph from Twenty One Pilots. Oh. Kevin okay. literally held me on his shoulders <laughs> like a screaming girl fan so, trying to flash it. Fun, fun fact, fun <laughs> fact. They said, put your loved one on your shoulders. I was there with my girlfriend, and I was there with Eric, and I and said, Eric, get up here. <laughs> I got up Aaron, on get his shoulders, here. and we fangirled. Yeah. And then right did she break up with you? Or? No, no, no. We're, no, we're, we're living fine, together. We're fine. Oh, it's uh, yeah, oh, man. Um, we need to have a another, another th- When I first, okay, so real quick story. 21 Pilots, didn't know who they were. I went to Northern California for a real quick festival. I say real quick, we drove up there overnight, saw the festival, drove back. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing this little band, they're sitting, they're playing at a little stage next to another little stage in Capital City, just playing on the other stage. We happen to be standing there, and there's these two guys that come out. One of them's playing the drums, the other one's doing literally everything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they say, hi, uh, we're a little band called 21 Pilots. You probably haven't heard of us. But give us five minutes to change your mind about it. That's exactly what Tyler said. Mm-hmm. He then plays House of Gold. Um, he then plays Car Radio. Um, he puts on a ski mask. He takes off a ski mask. He puts on a kimono. <laughs> takes off a kimono. Plays a ukulele. You plays play. a piano. Plays a guitar. Then the last song... He does uh, Stressed Out, I believe it was. That was the first album. Glory Face. I think so. Um, he climbs on the scaffolding of the little set and he hangs and sings the song. <laughs> and then he climbs down and says, we were, 20, we were 21 pilots and we hope we changed your mind about us. <laughs> it changed mine. Yeah. I was in. <laughs> that band, I have similar stories of the first time. First time I ever saw him was a cover of Elvis Presley's uh, Falling in Love with the ukulele and it was incredible. He's vocally impressive. Go to Brooklyn Bowl here in Vegas and they, they end their show with both of them on floating drum kits yeah. out in the crowd. When I say floating at Brooklyn Bowl, like, when, when you say not a big when he says floating, yeah. the crowd they're is holding them, them up. up. Yeah. It is insane. They're both and they're just doing the drums back and forth with each other. And Tyler's an incredible and musician. He is he's a great musician. Imp- he's he's definitely approaching that longevity mm-hmm. wise. I couldn't have him in there. So I said, Smoky uh, Bon Jovi. John Madrovi staying. I had Cisco, and then I had a dis- I had a duo. I thought about Cisco. The Cisco of Drew Hill. Yes. And then I also had a duo in Casey and JoJo. Casey and JoJo. Of JoJo. That's two. That's two. We are Don Timon and Pumba. I'm going to mention. I'm going to mention. I'm going to mention. I'm mention. Right. Um, for me, I had uh, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Green Day. Um, I had Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. You guys can... Who is the lead frontman? Not the frontman, but Um, he is a singer from that band. I had Ozzy Osbourne, Mm -hmm. Jim Morrison, uh, Kurt Cobain, and yeah, that's going to wrap it up. All right. So I had Chuck Berry, Debbie Harry. I had David Bowie. I think someone said that. Jimi Hendrix. 
Gladys Knight, Jack White, Ooh, um, Joan Jett, and I had Brendan Urie, and I kind of want to put him in my top five, but I feel like Panic at the Disco is him. Yeah. yeah. And he's not, you know, like, Pat. I, I was, he's, he's Pat. He's Pat. He's like Pat of Train. So I was like, he's more, he like Panic at the Disco, when you, when you search it, he just shows up. No one else. <laughs> and let's be honest, he is Panic at the Disco. That's like his stage name and his real name is Brandon So that's why I didn't put him on my list, but he has a phenomenal voice. Mm-hmm. He sang that Into the Unknown and hit those notes. I was yeah. like, dang. Okay, then, so I, I respect his voice. Um, he was a good singer. And, you know, Chuck Berry, I, I feel like I kind of... Historically. Yeah. Oh my God, I should have put it on the list somewhere. I don't know what happened. I it's had to make... Five, I made this in like two minutes, people. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but... Oh my God. Ron, do you have any honorable mentions? So, there was one, actually, um, I didn't even mention it anywhere, um, but Brandon Boyd from Incubus. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good one. How? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's also a good one. Um, yeah, he's pretty much like the only one right now like I can think of, but... No, he's 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 on top. He's on top. We do have word from producer Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has decided to change his vote to CB next. Okay, okay, your boy got on the board. Okay. Your boy got on the board. Yeah. Still a loss. Still an L. Yeah. Aaron still wins. Veronica, thank you for coming thank out you. with us. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed yourself. Mm-hmm. Sorry you got shut out, but it's now okay. you know how the game works. <laughs> We, we brought you here to educate us. Yeah. And I hey, feel like you, you taught did. us a lot. You did. I'm, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing new yeah. stuff. It's not always about Janice Joplin. It's not no, always about yeah. George well, it's like, And that's the great thing about Top Five Go. It's your top five yeah. list yes. that we are debating. Yeah. I, I loved really it. And I'm going to go listen to a couple of these bands. Yeah, I hope so. All the ones you said were sexy. Sex sells. Sex sells. We're going to have to be careful what we have her come back for. I'm a little worried if we choose the wrong what she's going to find sexy. All right. Rocky, you have anything you want to plug in the Instagram? I know. I know you're on Facebook. Oh yeah, I am on Facebook, but I am on Instagram. Uh, it's at Vera Love Seven Dust. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, <laughs> that 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 that's that makes sense. Why, why is my an, number one my number I one? See, yeah. Yeah. I see <laughs> what happened there. No wonder she was like, I ain't waiting for number one piece. I'm gonna start. With it. <laughs> yeah, all, like, makes you sense. start with five. She make sure Snapchat, that is real. It's I like Instagram, that. it's everything. Okay, perfect. Chante, you have anyone plug? Um, yeah, go ahead and hit up that, um, that guy podcast. That guy podcast. Um, it's a podcast about the people who do most of the work in the movies and shows you watch. And yeah. don't get no credit. And don't and get don't enough credit. Get so we're going to give it to him. Absolutely. Aaron, anything else other than that guy? I just took the words out of my mouth. Um, for me, obviously, check out this podcast, rate and review us. You can find me at KG Fury on everything. Um, I'm a boring follow, so I don't really do that. Um, He's just boring in general. In general, <laughs> uh, but you know Stevie Nicks, I had her on the list. Boom. Anyway, you know, Dave uh, Grohl actually won that, but uh, twice, 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 <laughs> twice, twice, twice. Which I'm okay with. <laughs> I would have been. I'm okay surprised he's not on the all one two. Yeah. Number one, Dave Grohl. Number two, Dave Grohl. Number three, there was a Dave podcast Dave. I wanted to try that. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, find Katie Fury. Uh, you could like us. You could like us on Instagram. You could also uh, find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts, Spotify. Um, also check out the uh, Decom After Dark podcast, where I talk about Disney Channel original movies with my friend Lindsay, who's been on this podcast before. Yep. Um, I think that's it, guys. Yep. We'll catch you guys next week. 
Good times. Good times yeah. indeed. Bye. 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 <laughs>